Hey, Story Family. Welcome to the Story at Home. This is your host, Giovanna Huffman. For the next eight weeks, we're asking members of the Story community to tell us their favorite Bible story and how that story inspired them to follow Jesus. Let's get started with today's episode. Hey, everybody, and welcome to this episode of The Story at Home. For this episode of the podcast, uh, you have me, Pastor Eric, as your host. And my special guest is your usual host, or one of the usual hosts, Pastor Giovanna. Hey, Pastor Gio. Hi, everyone. Okay, so I'm playing the role of host, and you're playing the special guest because you've chosen, as part of this season, to share with us the story of Hosea and Gomer, um, which isn't usually on the playlist of the Bible hits in our, in our conversations <laughs> about the Bible. Um, this, this season on the podcast, we're looking at some of our, our guests, our favorite stories in the Bible, but would you say that Hosea is one of your favorite stories? No, it, it's definitely not. I think it's useful. And I also did not choose it. Our producer chose it for us. We just volunteered oh. because it's one of those stories that's not very easy to to digest. Got it. So I, um, I didn't know how that works. So Nathan gave this to you. He said, here, talk about Hosea. Okay. Basically, we just got the hard ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, he gave us all the hard ones. Okay. So <laughs> so Hosea is not an easy book in the Bible to understand. I mean, it the backstory is uh, one of a prophet named Hosea and the promiscuous woman God told him to marry. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's all kinds of symbolism in their marriage, but basically it's summed up in the command in the first chapter of Hosea, where it says, the Lord began to speak through Hosea and the Lord said to him, go marry a promiscuous woman and have children with her for like an adulterous wife, this land is guilty of unfaithfulness to the Lord. And so Hosea married Gomer and she conceived and bore him a son. And then there's this just dramatic um, series of events where, <laughs> as you might expect, their marriage falls on some hard times. And, <laughs> and, and Hosea continues to chase after and pursue Gomer because he is a heartbroken husband and she is a promiscuous wife um, running around behind his back. And there is obvious symbolism there with our relationship to God. Well, first, the, the relationship between God and Israel. Um, you know, right. they had been so unfaithful to God in so many different occasions leading up to the story of Hosea and Gomer. And we should say that also Gomer, uh, Hosea purchased Gomer. He, he didn't really, before the marriage itself, it was a purchase. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know if that has symbolism to, you know, uh, more than our relationship with Jesus, you know, like paid a price with his own blood, mm. you know, f- to redeem us. But um, that's aside from the point. I think that it, uh, the journey that Gomer makes is kind of symbolic of the journey that Israel has made. You know, you go from a place in which you don't really have a recognition of how bad it's gotten. Don't have re- a recognition of what what all it will take to get in God's favor or to just understand what it means to follow God. And uh, it 
it includes leaving behind so many of the things that you used to do before. But a lot of those things are some things that you don't want to give up. And a lot of those things are very hard to give up. And I think that Gomer, whenever, you know, in verse two, it lists all the things that they she has to stop doing. She has to stop being promiscuous. She has to be, she, she cannot, it says, have any sex with another man that, that, only her husband, right? Mm. And just, and then it talks about Israel, all the things they have to leave behind, all the things that they have to stop doing in order to really start rebuilding the relationship with God. And I find that fascinating because we all go through that journey. Now, it might seem like a brutal story to talk about um, Hosea purchasing Gomer and God really just paying a price also for his own people, Israel. But I think that we all go through that process in which we have to just wean ourselves from all of the things that are have held us back from God and leave mm. those things behind and really embrace the new journey that he has for us ahead. Well, yeah, and even the fact that there's like a mention of bride price here is is interesting in itself. If, yeah. you're, if you're talking about someone who in, in many cultural contexts would like Gomer would be seen as unworthy mm-hmm. or worthless. Right. And so the fact that God had Hosea do this, uh, even that is rich in symbolism <laughs> that, that is, you're right. It does resonate with us as being a people Christ has, has paid the price for when given our, our propensity to sin, you might say we, uh, relative to the holiness of God, we were worthless. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think that we have done pretty wretched things. And I think that it, the cost of our sin is, has been very high. You know, Jesus paid it all. We say, we sing even sing songs about that, but mm. I don't think it's, um, I don't think it's far from what uh, Gomer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know that we tend to look at Bible stories and say, how could she, or how could he, you know, but Really, at the at the core of it, I think a lot of us are desperate for God's redemption through Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. I know you had a passage that you wanted to read um, just to lift up as, as an example. Um, would you like to read that now? Yes. Uh, that is, in the same way, the people of Israel will continue many days without a king or a leader. They will be without a sacrifice or a memorial stone. They will be without an ephod or a household god. After this, the people of Israel will come back and look for the Lord, their God, and for David, their king. In the last day, they will come to honor the Lord and his goodness. Mm. So I just think it talks about the process of leaving uh, behind all the things. Their idolatry, obviously, and it says in here, they used to have household gods, you know, that, that was kind of a thing. Yeah. So yeah, they're supposed to leave so much behind, and um, it's in preparation for their new journey with God. Mm. Right. So I'm, I'm grateful. You're not a wife like Gomer at all. You're the anti-Gomer. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. And, and yet I think, I think you would still say that Gomer's story arc sort of speaks to you. Like how does this story resonate with you and how have you sort of been brought to repentance through your journey um, with Christ? That's kind of where I was going earlier that sin is sin compared to the holiness of God, sin, all of the sins are counted the same, you know, because we're not comparing ourselves to each other. So Gomer's sin might seem like egregious to some people, but it really, compared to the holiness of God, if I'm gossiping, if I'm lying, 
it's it's the same thing as as though I was being adulterous or promiscuous, you mm. know. So I just think that uh, we need to put ourselves in in the place where we need to be, like with humility before God, with with a desire to truly be changed by God. And that means leaving a lot of the things behind. And I think that's that's why God gives them this antidote. This is what you have to do. Stop your idol worship. Stop, you know, sleeping around. Stop, stop doing all of, all of these things that are not right before me and start into this new journey that I have prepared for you. And I think that we all have to be weaned off from all of the things in our past before we knew Christ. Yeah. And then he says, then they will come back. They will come trembling to the Lord mm -hmm. and to his blessings in the last days. And so there's some kind of a blessing on the other side of the awful reckoning. <laughs> yes. And we've walked each other over the years. We've walked each other through some awful reckonings. We have. And it's ugly in the moment when you realize what a, what a sinner you are. Um, but the turnaround from that, the payoff from that is, is to be free of sin and to experience the sheer joy of God's blessings and to come back to him. Yes. You know? Yes. So what, what does this story teach you specifically about God or about the nature of God and how he is toward us? That he loves us, that he will give all of us a chance, no matter how low we've sunk, like really, mm -hmm. no matter what our sins have been. He wants to find us and, and, and offer us a path of redemption, you know, and I think for us, it's Jesus. I think that we need to be, just be willing to, under, to hear his voice, to worship him, to be humble and to ask for forgiveness. And I think that there's always uh, redemption. Yeah. There's always redemption through, through Christ. Yeah, it's almost like um, spiritual promiscuity isn't a deal breaker. <laughs> no, it doesn't for seem God. to be. Yeah. You, can, you can sleep around with other gods for years and <laughs> God's affections for you do not change. That's very, I've, I literally have never heard that said before. <laughs> I just came Spiritual up with it. Spiritual promiscuity. <laughs> I just came up with it. So uh, That's something, I think they were ready for spring break. Maybe it's the exhaustion <laughs> talking, I don't know. But I do, think, I do think there's something really profound. This God is, I mean, in antiquity, especially the behavior of Gomer would have amounted to severe punishment. Severe, right. And a cutting off of Gomer from God. And here is, is a different message that we see. And it's really a, it's a forerunner to the gospel, right? It definitely is. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well, Pastor Gio, thank you for being our guest today. Thank you for teaching us about this often overlooked book in the Bible, Hosea and his wife, Gomer, <laughs> and what this story <laughs> means for us today. So, hey, if you're listening at home, we pray for you every day. We are being called through this podcast to equip you to be the leaders of your household, spiritual leaders of your household, because that's really where the real church happens. Because church isn't just a building that we come to, but a family that we belong to. So have a great day, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Bye.